I'm Dennis Estopas of the Business Mirror and this is the Brotherhood Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Brotherhood Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter VG Kabog and comes out every Monday. Today we podcast week 26 of the stock market outlook for June 27, 2022 to July 1, 2022. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices fell for the third consecutive week, with the main index touching the 6,000-point level last week, as trading remained volatile due to several factors. These factors include the interest rate increase by the central bank and the peso hitting a decade low against the greenback. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index lost another 114 points to close at 6,217.56 points. The main index closed almost flat at the start of the week but was down for three straight sessions, even reaching its year-to-date low of 6,065 on Thursday when monetary authorities tightened policy. The monetary board of the Banco Central and Filipinas raised its rates by 25 basis points and also revised inflation expectations for this year. The central bank announced last Thursday that inflation will breach the target for 2023 and is expected to average at 4.3%. This is an upward adjustment to their within target forecast of 3.9% in May. Governor Benjamin Jokno said, and quote, in deciding to raise the policy interest rate anew, the Monetary Board noted that upside risks continue to dominate the inflation outlook up to 2023, with pressures emanating from the potential impact of higher global non-oil prices, the continued shortage in domestic fish supply, as well as pending petitions for transport fare hikes due to elevated oil prices. Governor Jokno added, and quote, Meanwhile, the impact of a weaker-than-expected global recovery and the possible reimposition of local COVID-19 restrictions amid an uptick in infections continue to be the main downside risk to the outlook. Here to date, the main index has lost almost 13% since the start of the year, or 900.07 points, and it will enter the bear market level when its fall reaches 20%. Most of the sub-indices were down, led by the broader All Shares Index that shed 57.32 points to close at 3,337.63 points. The Financials Index fell 53.88 to close at 1,500.70. The Industrial Index gained 0.06 to close at 8,785.23. The Holding Firms Index gained 65.05 to close at 5,853.06. The Property Index declined 98.85 to close at 2,869.59.
The services index lost 83.45 to close at 1,624.16. And the mining and oil index plunged 722.35 to close at 10,862.61. For the weak losers, edge gainers 150 to 75 and 26 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Prime Media Holdings Incorporated, Lorenzo Shipping Corporation, Raslag Corporation, Irenit Incorporated, Philweb Corporation, and Mabuhay Vinyl Corporation. The top losers, on the other hand, were Philippine Trust Company, Felix Mining Corporation, Pacifica Holdings Incorporated, Atlas Consolidated Mining and Development Corporation, Sirtec Holdings Philippines Corporation, Anglo Philippine Holdings Corporation, and LBC Express Holdings Incorporated. Trading may remain volatile this week as negative sentiment still prevails as the index nears the bear market. Broker 2 Trade Asia said as the macro environment remains, note that the allure of cash flow secure, high dividend yielding securities are warranted as the market contends with fixed assets that reprise higher rates. This week will also see the inauguration day of Ferdinand Marcos Jr., who becomes the 17th president of the Philippines on June 30. Broker 2 Trade Asia said there may be quarter and window dressing of funds at the end of the month. Meanwhile, Jafet Luis Tanchanko, senior research analyst at Stocks Financials Incorporated, said there may be episodes of bargain hunting during this week. Tanjanko said bearish sentiment is expected to remain weighing on the overall market amid lingering downside risk. Tanjanko added this includes the weakened peso, which is already nearing the 55 peso per US dollar level, mounting upside risk to inflation, and the possibility of a global economic slowdown amid the recession risk in the United States and the ongoing Russia-Ukraine war. Last June, the local currency reached the 54 peso to a dollar territory, hitting its weakest level in about four years. Data from the Bankers Association of the Philippines showed that the peso traded at a low of 53 pesos and 8 centavos to a dollar during the day and a high of 54 peso and 105 centavos to a dollar. The peso closed the day's trade at 54 pesos and 65 centavos against the greenback with a traded volume of $1.016 billion on Monday. The last time that the peso breached the 54 peso territory was in October 2018. The peso close last week was 31.5 centavos weaker than the previous trading day's close of 53 pesos and 75 centavos to a dollar, with a total traded volume of $962.5 million. ING Bank economist Nicolas Antonio Mapa said the peso weakened on Monday on the general strong sentiment for the dollar as driven by the rapid rate hikes by the U.S. Federal Reserve. Perceived policy dissonance also causing the Philippine peso weakness as Banco Central in Filipinas retains a relatively dovish outlook against the aggressive tightening by the Fed, Mapa said. The peso is also weaker due to widening trade deficit owing to expensive global commodity prices and increased demand due to domestic economic reopening, MAPA added.
In May this year, economists at the Bank of the Philippine Islands said the peso is expected to weaken further in the coming months, considering the surge in import demand. Economists at the Bank of the Philippine Islands said a more significant risk to the country's economic prospects is inflation and the depreciation of the peso, which will increase the cost of oil that the country imports from abroad on top of the increase brought by the conflict in Ukraine. Economists at the Bank of the Philippine Islands added that the impact of peso depreciation on inflation is probably more substantial right now compared to previous years since the country is becoming more reliant on food imports, specifically pork and rice. Deputy Banco Central and Philippines Governor Francisco Daquila Jr. said the central bank has raised its oil price forecast for the year, which largely affects inflation for 2022 and 2023. Deputy Governor Daquila said the latest forecast by the central bank on crude oil prices is that it will settle at $106.30 per barrel, up from its $104.04 per barrel forecast in May. For next year, crude oil is expected to hit $95.30 per May from the $89.50 per barrel forecast in May. The deputy governor said a Dubai crude oil price of $90 per barrel in 2023 is the threshold at which the Philippines can expect that inflation will decelerate to within the target band for that year. Banco Central ng Pilipinas Governor Benjamin Jocno said, given these considerations, the Monetary Board believes that a follow-through increase in the policy rate enables the Banco Central ng Pilipinas to withdraw its stimulus measures while safeguarding macroeconomic stability amid rising global commodity prices and strong external headwinds to domestic economic growth. The market's immediate support is seen at the 6,100 to 6,150 range, and immediate resistance is seen at the market's 10-day exponential moving average at 6,308.05. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation advised to make a position on the stock of Ayala Land Incorporated, as the stock had been falling for seven consecutive sessions since the previous week. Broker Regina Capital said another angle that supports a rebound in the price of Ayala Land is weak trading volume. Last Thursday, Ayala Land registered a trading volume that was much weaker than its three-day volume average, implying that the sellers are slowing down, the broker said. Regina Capital said in a situation like this, traders may consider taking a gradual position on Ayala Land. The shares of Ayala Land Incorporated closed last Friday at 26 pesos and 85 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, the broker advised to sell on rallies on the stock of Emperador Incorporated as it outpaced the majority of its blue-chip peers amid the wide sell-down in the local market. The broker said after the stock rose more than 2% during one of the trading sessions last week, it still did not see any hint of weakness on its technical indicators. Regina Capital said, however, keep in mind that Emperador is nearing its resistance, which could then trigger profit-taking, so make sure to lock in gains whenever the rally continues. The shares of Emperador Incorporated closed last week at 19 pesos and 70 centavos apiece.
and down for the weather outlook by the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. PAGASA issued its weekly weather outlook at 12 o'clock p.m. of June 24, 2022, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of July 1, 2022. The weather agency said it detected a low-pressure area at 10 o'clock a.m. last Sunday, June 26, at 120 kilometers east of Borongan's eastern summer. Pagasa said this weather disturbance remains less likely to develop into a tropical depression in the next 48 hours and is expected to move west-northwestward. Pagasa said this weather system will bring moderate to heavy rains over Aurora, Quezon, and Camarines provinces. Meanwhile, light to moderate with at times heavy rains will be experienced in northern Samar, Rizal, Laguna, Romblon, Marinduque, Mindoro provinces, and the rest of the Bicol region. Pagasa said that on Tuesday until Thursday, June 28 to June 30, the low pressure area may further develop into a tropical depression and expected to cross the area of northern Luzon. Again, Bali, the Cordillera administrative region, and the Ilocos region will have cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms. Meanwhile, a southwest monsoon or habagat will affect the western section of southern Luzon and Visayas, bringing cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms, mostly in the afternoon or evening over Metro Manila, Calabar Zone, and Mimaropa. Pagasa said the rest of the country will expect generally fair weather conditions apart from isolated rain showers or thunderstorms. Pagasa said that on Friday, July 1, the possible tropical depression will be over the West Philippine Sea. The weather agency said the Habagat will affect the western section of Luzon and Visayas. Metro Manila, Calabar Zone, Mimaropa, Bataan, Pangasinan, Zambales, and Pangasinan will have mostly cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms, mostly in the afternoon or evening. The rest of the country will expect generally fair weather conditions apart from isolated rain showers or thunderstorms. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Brotherhood Podcast. Please send us a message on Twitter with the hashtag BNPodcast. Many thanks to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Many thanks too to Business Mirror reporter Bianca Quaresma for the stories on inflation, the Philippine peso, and the central bank. This is Dennis Estapas of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and support each other. Thank you for listening.